We fear men so much because we fear God so little. One fear cures another. When man's terror scares you, turn your thoughts to the wrath of God. G.K. Chesterton. Welcome to Couch Time, where we give you tools to connect with your kids and point you to Jesus. I'm Ryan. And I'm Josh. And today, we are talking about chapters 25 and 26. We're almost done. It's oh my so gosh. It's crazy. Like, there's only, I don't know, a couple more chapters after that. But yeah, it, the, these chapters were super awesome. This uh, chapter 25 was called Scared. And the whole idea was just talking about... Are you going to live out of fear of man right. or faith in God? Mm-hmm. And um, it's, Ryan, I, I, we talked about this a little bit, even if it's not like a working definition. Sure. How would you like talk about what faith is? Because yeah. I think we like say that word and yeah. throw that out. Like you got to have faith, yeah. but like what is the thing I got to have? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I really do think faith can be the opposite of, of fear in man mm-hmm. because faith I think is, uh, is confidence in the character and promises of God mm-hmm. that leads you to action. Yeah, so taking steps based on who God is, what he said he's going to do, knowing that he's in charge right and he's got it that's huge. Um, yeah. so faith is not just a knowledge mm-hmm. it's not just an understanding yep. but it moves us to do something because confidence is in the character and promises of god yep. totally. that's how i think about that's it that's really helpful yeah. and i think especially the it leads you to action piece yeah. um because yeah like you said it's not an intellectual assent to right. something yeah. it's I'm. I know this to be true, and I am yeah. therefore going to do something with yeah. it. Yeah, because you don't you don't fight fear with saying no fear, like yeah. I'm not afraid, or just like you have to like lean into something that's going to change your direction. And yeah. so, you know, uh, going against fear of man is is an ultimately a fear of God, but a faith in God yep. that moves you to do something and live differently. Yep. Um, so if I fear men too much. Uh, I, Ultimately, what I need to do is, is how do I grow my faith in God, mm-hmm. who he is, what he's done, so I can move the right direction? Yeah, yeah. I think, so the reason why we're bringing this up, and I think the reason why um, uh, Drew Hill, the author, uh, talks about fear in this is actually on page 146. He gives this whole list yeah, he does. of why we don't pursue teenagers. I'm not cool enough. I'm inadequate. I'm awkward. I don't want to offend someone. I'm unqualified. I don't have enough training. Uh, I don't like there's all these different things. And some of these I I feel like are a little bit more geared toward like youth volunteers and things like that. But thinking for you as parents, like what are the reasons why you don't pursue your kid yeah I was thinking about specifically what keeps us from having certain conversations exactly So, like what keeps us from pressing into uh, a conversation about sex, sex. <laughs> yes <laughs> that's the one or yep. or like yep. or even just like faith yep. or um or persecution or disappointment yep. or fear yep. like why don't we speak open and honestly with our kids yeah. or, or engage in those conversations about those things um, I, I was thinking about an answer to that question I've heard a lot is I don't want to open the can of worms right and because sometimes you feel inadequate that that's like a legit uh, potential reason but sometimes it's just like I I don't want to put thoughts in their head right or or things like that in and there's something to consider depending on age and stage and where they're yes. at. Like, absolutely. How you bring things up. But, I mean, to be honest, almost 
every topic is on the table age appropriately. Right. Um, and and so, yeah. yes, because um, these things with media and friends and all these different things will yeah. be brought up at some point. Yeah. So some, some of these conversations, yeah. some of these topics, they're hard. And we have thinking about who God is and he actually has a design yeah. for these things. Mm-hmm. He has a way of uh, thinking about these things. Mm-hmm. Some of them are more complicated than yeah. others, but we have that God. He yeah. has answers yeah. for us. Mm-hmm. And so to, and maybe we don't know what those answers are right now. So, okay, yeah. S- explore those things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that, that was like one thing I was thinking about as yeah. I was reading these questions. And I think, you know, if we kind of turn this less maybe towards like the, you know, some of the sex conversations, so those other things, but really towards even just some of the the basics of faith conversations. Totally. Like, I think that's where we as parents can sometimes uh, just assume that they they're getting it or yep. assume because they go to church with us or assume yep. because they show up at a youth group that's, mm-hmm. that's talking about those things, that these things are going well in their life. Right. Um, and we get, I think we get a little nervous to press into those moments um, yeah. and have afraid conversations. Of the answer. Afraid of the answer, yeah. afraid of um, being shut down, mm-hmm. um, uh, afraid of making it harder or worse. I don't know, all those yep. different things. And uh, one of the things that really stuck out to me, Josh, as I was reading through this, um, it's actually been something I've been wrestling with for a year or two, just mm-hmm. personally, is where do I take risks, mm-hmm. uh, appropriate risks yeah. for God? I'm not talking about yeah. like jumping out of an airplane right. or like, uh, you know, those kinds of risks, but yep. like stepping into areas where I feel uncomfortable or where it may cost me something. Yep. Risk kind of comes to my mind because I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so one of the questions he asked parents at the end was, uh, it was about uh, faith risks. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to read it real fast. Um, are your kids watching you take any risks yes. or step out of your comfort zone? Yep. Um, and I just was thinking about that. And, and I think that's a good question for us to consider both as parents and as youth leaders. Um, do my kids or the people I'm investing in see me take risks, not yeah. just dumb risks, but yep. risks for a purpose, yep. um, to be uncomfortable for kingdom purposes, mm-hmm. um, whether that's in my neighborhood or even for my own personal walk mm-hmm. or getting involved in something that I'm afraid to do, but I think is a good thing yep. or any of those kinds of things. I mean, you, whatever's coming to your mind, that's yeah. a faith risk. You might, you probably already have something. Right. And uh, I think it's really important that our kids see that comfort doesn't rule our life, yes. especially when it comes to decisions about faith and where I serve yep. and live and love people. Yep. Yeah, one of the thing, the, the next question on here was, uh, how does the way you spend your time and money reflect yeah. a life of mm-hmm. abandon to an in absolute trust in God? And... Um, just like with everything, students need examples. Yeah. And so like they need to see you, uh, whether whether it's praying for somebody um, randomly yeah. that you bump into or whatever, or it's I'm going to sacrificially give uh, to help this family, yeah. to support my church, yeah. to whatever yeah, it yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Um, my time they need to see those examples. You guys will have the most consistent opportunities um, to display what a life of faith looks like. Um, So they might see Ryan or I um, a couple hours a week or whatever um, and talking about different things, but they're seeing you guys live life consistently day in and day out. Yeah, and I think that leads into this really one of my favorite questions, which was talking about... uh, are you are you talking with your kids about your fear? Yeah. And so I, I was thinking about um, what a sweet opportunity can be to start 
to just be honest with yeah. kids, with your own kids about what, what is hard for you. Yeah. Um, thinking about questions that you could ask at the dinner table is like, what's one thing you guys are afraid of? Mm -hmm. And even just thinking like, I'm sure it's spiders or yeah. like snakes or, um, I know my daughter was just, uh, like, emotionally wrecked by Toy Story 3 the other day uh, and just the idea that this bad guy I haven't even seen it this yeah. bad guy would kind of destroy a memory the only last memory of a person's mom I don't even remember the situation but she's like had this deep-seated fear and so had to walk through that as she's freaking out at night and mm -hmm. and just like there are all of our kids at various levels have things they're afraid of yeah. both kind of that kind of fear or 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 fear of uh, what people think of them and all those things yeah. and just wondering have we provided a or built that opportunity into our lives where they see that we're, there are things we're afraid of. Like, mm -hmm. uh, I'm afraid of, you know, whatever that is in your mm -hmm. context. What would that look like if there was a culture in a home where they get to talk about hard things yeah. and where parents lead the way and saying, this really scares me. Yeah. Or or when the, you know, oh, just a recent one, the two shootings that just happened. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what are we engaging in conversations with our kids and, yeah. and saying, honestly, this is scary to me. Right. How do we think about this? And what yeah. does God's word say about these things? Yep. Man, just, just opening those, those communication lines just are so valuable. Yeah. And when we say that faith in God is the opposite of fear in man, it doesn't necessarily mean that to have faith, uh, yes. you aren't scared. Right. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I think it means you bring that to God. Your fears, your insecurities, like yeah. all those things, like you bring, you're scared to like yeah. be out in a big public place because of a yeah. shooting or your uh, work is about to go on strike. Yeah. Um, GE yeah. going on. Like your work is about to go on strike. You don't know what that's going to mean for yeah. your family financially. Like it doesn't mean that you're still not concerned or there's not some scredness, Absolutely. but it means you bring it to God and you see, and your kids see you bringing it to and God you and take you pray the, with them. Sorry. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. And you yeah. take the right steps yes. that, that faith would say take. So yes. yeah, it would be pray. Yep. It would be seek counsel. Yep. It would be, yeah. Don't just let fear control me. So I never do these things, but I step into those. Even I know yeah. I'm afraid. Yeah. Absolutely, Josh. And, and I think, too, because uh, uh, another way of combating fear is uh, bringing it into the light and um, having community around you. Right. So even whether it's getting counseling or whether it's telling your community group yeah. and, like, telling you either letting your kids know uh, about yeah. that or like letting them see that yeah um as an example because your kids are in many community groups right, right. now um your kids will lord willing be in community yeah. adult community groups so to see what does it look like to confess these fears um and to have people pray around you and mm -hmm. to remind you of who God is. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think that's something kids really, really yeah. need to see. I love that, Josh. Yeah, I think uh, I think this leads really well into kind of the second chapter as we think about, um, as we're talking about ways to love our own kids and, and build into our own kids. Um, I would say this, this, out of the two chapters, this one was the most convicting for me mm -hmm. because it gets at the heart of some of my selfishness sometimes. Mm -hmm. So the second chapter was chapter 26 called Strings, and it was this idea of what does it look like to love with no strings attached, mm. that, that God truly loves us with no strings attached. Um, and, and that doesn't mean there's no expectations on a, on a Christ-like believer, you yeah. know, that they're supposed to live in a certain way, but just that this love came to us um, uh, without anything we paid for. Like yeah. we couldn't pay for it. We couldn't earn it. We couldn't do anything. And he loves us unconditionally with grace and mercy. Yeah. Um, and so, it, but it got me thinking about my own selfishness. Like 
mm-hmm. in parenting yeah. and in leading students and yep. when my when my selfishness creeps up, um, you know, and some of the things he talked about with like the lack of recognition yep. um, or, you know, let's just face it, my kids are not great at saying thank you. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe they say thank you for certain things, but they miss out on all the ways that Tabitha and I regularly lay our lives down for our kids. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, for sure. And like, so there, there's a quote here um, on page 152 it says confession time. I had poured out my heart to all these high schools and longed f- to be recognized for the many hours I had so selflessly in sar- sarcastic emoji volunteered. <laughs> and to go along with what you were saying, Ryan, I think it can just be so easy to after a while, almost develop um, a bitterness or resentment mm. to um, towards like, I've done all these things. I've chauffeured you. I've yeah. paid for things. I've bought you things. I put food on the table. I let you do fun. Th- I actually tried to plan fun things yeah. for you. Um, and I'm not getting whatever it is that the thing that you're wanting Mm -hmm. it it was just super uh interesting talked about a little bit further it says jesus loved with no strings attached and um a definition of love that um i think it was dave warren's actually taught me a while back he said it was love is seeking and desiring the very best for someone regardless of cost or outcome the whole point is i'm seeking and desiring the very best for you I can't be expecting to get something. Sometimes you do. A lot of times we don't. But that's exactly the kind of love that Jesus portrayed over and over and over and does for us. And honestly, I don't know that many of us know what the strings are (laughs) unless unless they're not met. Yeah, I think that's true. And so like... Maybe it might be a good idea to spend some time asking God, like, search me and know my heart. Um, What are the strings that I have attached to the love that I pour out? I would think it comes out clearly when the moments when you're frustrated. Yeah. And so that might be a perfect time to, like, that next morning get up, like, why am I frustrated? Ask the Lord to help show you. And And um, then repent. Yeah, repent where there's some of those things. And And even confess that to your kids. Yeah. And I don't remember what chapter it is. We talked about this earlier, but that whole line of I love you. Just because. Just because you're mine. Not because of what you do, but just because you're mine. I just, that's just rang as I was rereading this uh, this chapter. And uh, Josh, one of the things you you said earlier, which I love, is just you keep using the word like kind of faithfulness, or Mm -hmm. you've used it a few times. And Mm -hmm. I just love that that we can be reminded that even when our kids don't see it. Yep. Uh, even when maybe our, our other people around us don't see it. Right. True faithfulness, you know, God sees it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, God's in charge of the fruit of our, our kids' uh, obedience yep. and growth and change. Um, but God cares most about are we pressing into the things we know we're supposed to do and being mm-hmm. faithful regardless of what it gives us in the moment. Yep. Um, yep. And I, I know working with high school students for years and Having been one myself, mm-hmm. uh, there are so many, so many former students that I've seen enter into adulthood, and in their twenties they get it. Mm-hmm. Like in their twenties is when they pursue a conversation with their parents, saying, "I'm sorry for these things. Yeah. Um, you loved me so well in so many ways. Thank you." Yep. And we're not promised that. Like yeah. I, I don't want to say that, but um, uh, I know I didn't. It's 2020. <laughs> <laughs> That's yep. funny. Yep. Um, I just know I didn't really get it until yeah. I was in college. Um, I didn't really get it until I was an adult yeah. and 
um, life started to kick me around a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> and we started to understand that parenting is really hard. And yep. um, so, so parents, there's hope for number one because God sees your faithfulness. Yes. And number two, um, your kids are growing up right. and many, many times they're going to get it. They'll get it eventually. Yep. And, uh, and so just keep loving faithfully and pursuing Jesus faithfully. I think that will lead you in a great, great direction. Well, parents, before we close this, I just want to uh, announce uh, and let you guys know that on August 25th is our parent meeting. And Big one. so we want to make sure that um, if you can make it at all, please mark off your calendars. It's going to be from like three to five. We're going to have childcare. And what um, will people miss if they don't show up? I. Uh, they're going to miss meeting and hanging out with the leaders. Big time. So we think it's so important. Part part One of our values is partnering with parents. Right. And I I think it would be so helpful if you all knew who was on your team yeah. in impacting your kid. Yeah. Um, you guys are going to get – we're going to have time for you guys to pray right. with those leaders yes. for each other and for your students. Yeah. Um, we're gonna kind of talk about what's up for the fall yep. semester. What are what are what's gonna happen? Um, we'll, we'll give you some even future dates. We're talking sure. about like getting stuff on the calendar for camp and yeah. things like that, uh, winter retreat, those yeah. sorts of things. So August twenty fifth, um, we'll if you need childcare, we'll have some information on yeah. the website. You'll need to register for that. Um, so that'll be up likely this week. We really, really yeah. want to make sure that you are there. Yeah. Um, not This isn't just a meeting, yeah. an info meeting. Yeah. This is a regrouping for yeah. this coming semester yeah. and um, praying that the Lord would do awesome things. And I think one more thing I would just add. You you mentioned it. I think when you come and you sit with other parents, yeah. you're just reminded you're not alone. Yes. Parenting yes. is hard. And yep. it's, a, it's a long distance marathon. Yep. Um, but when you get to sit you know, in circles and in rows and talk with other parents uh, that are in this ministry and in this church family, you're just going to be reminded that you're not alone as you meet your leaders, as you talk with Josh and I, as yep. you you know spend time together, just recognize we're all working together yep. to try to point students to Jesus and connect them to the mission of the church. Um, and we want them all to love, love and have faith in Jesus. So, Well, let me pray and ask for God's blessing over you this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Father God, we want to thank you for your unconditional love. Mm-hmm. We want to thank you that um, you do... Uh, Love us just because we are yours. Mm -hmm. Thank you for adopting us and making us yours and that there's nothing that can separate us from your love. Would you uh, remind these parents of your character, your promises, and your resources so that they can boldly pursue conversations with their kids, pursue um, the hearts of their kids, as they try to parent them and point them to you. We love you, and we're excited to see how you're going to answer my prayer. We love you, and we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.